You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Hello. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're a regular listener, this intro is just a little bit different because we are going to play our interview with Bobby Lee before the regular show. Yes. So uh, you're going to get both of them in this episode, but we wanted to make sure that Bobby Lee was heard first. We just <laughs> just had him in here. He is amazing. He is a fireball of just energy. He is yes. fantastic, and we had a great talk with him. And uh, he revealed some uh, very personal things. Some personal the- things that mm-hmm. we have not, that I don't think I've ever heard him talk about about anywhere else before. Also, what mm-hmm. I said I would do for a half million dollars, I'm really regretting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of regretting <laughs> I'm glad that question wasn't asked to me. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club a Thursday, which is today and Friday and Saturday all this weekend here in Portland. So go check him out and uh, stay tuned after the interview, interview for the regular show. Indeed. Here it is, Bobby Lee. All right. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello everyone, you're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot-com scenario, uh, and you're listening to, well not at the moment, uh, I'm Reese Darby, uh, should have said that at the beginning, but after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan, always a good laugh there, uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. That is the first time I've ever seen Kenny get paid. I have never. We have not been able to do that so far. So, I mean, we're really excited about this. Uh, Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio, everyone. Uh, Joining us now, right here in studio, with the biggest fake cigarette I've ever seen in my life, Bobby Lee. (laughs) Hi, Bobby Lee. Hi, guys. That's a really pretty fake cigarette. I know. I just, um, these Asian guys sold me this. Yeah? I was in Orange County, and these Asian guys have a store called Vape. And they, I'm just going to do an accent, even though they don't have one. Okay. Sure. They go, oh, come on in, come on in. Right, right? They, they don't sound like that. They sound like me. Yeah. But in my head, they go, come on in, come on in, right? I go, I don't understand what you're saying. Ching chong, ching chong, or whatever, you know what I mean? And then, and, and then they have this whole store, and they sell these, like, great devices because I don't want to get lung cancer, and I want to die. Oh, I don't want to die, and I don't good. want you to die, and that's why that thing that you made, right? Yeah. yeah. As if you were like data from Goonies, right? <laughs> you're not data from Goonies. You're going to get a, a pro. Professional one, okay. All right, you I, promise? I I will. I will. Ask, I swear to God. I'll Let's go just say behind the scenes, Bobby Lee just right gave now. Kenny a handful of cash. I'll even come and show and it to paid you for. It to you, yes, yeah. you have to take a picture of it yeah. and paid for Kenny to go and actually get one that doesn't have to be plugged. Does that have a clock on it? No, it's not. It's it's got like an iPad interface. Right? I mean, it, and, yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. It looks like a sex toy. I'm just gonna say that. I, I, I use it. I use it as that. that <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah. This goes right in my anus. But anyway, that's why you paid the extra. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why you got the big battery. But I do that all the time. Like you know. Sebastian Manoscalco, he's like, yeah. a, he's, a, uh-huh. he's, been on, yeah. he's been on the show before. Yeah, he came to uh, the co- a comedy club with these like Italian, they look like ninja shoes where like you could see like the, t- the toe and the rest right. of the feet were separated by like a little. Like a ninja was, turtle. But it was a dress shoe. Yeah. It was the ugliest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so I go, dude, how much were they? He goes, 150 I gave him $150. <laughs> I took the shoes and I threw them in the dar- dumpster. <laughs> and then here's the second story, right? I'm at a comedy club and upstairs a fat black man was eating two buckets of popcorn shrimp. Okay. I go, two how buckets. much was that? I go, how much was that? He goes, 18 bucks. I go, here's 30. Uh-huh. I'm going to throw them away. You're going to buy salads because <laughs> you're going to get diabetes and you're going to die. Well, you're a good Samaritan. Yeah, so this is yeah. how I'm going to save the world. Okay. I'm you saving really the world. You really are. Yeah. I'm a good person. Time. Yeah. I'm a dream weaver, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm, um, I'm, very, I'm, a, I'm a magical person. I, you I, are magical. I'm like a centaur. I'm like a centaur yeah. without the horse part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah, I'm it's just, true. I, I'm just fascinated by that big dildo in his hand. Yes. Yeah. Well, how did the guy <laughs> respond though when he took away his popcorn shrimp? Or did he chicken? take the? Did he take the money? Did he take it? Yeah, he did. He threw and, it away. But it's also like it's at the all that happens at the comedy store, and I have power there. Mm-hmm. I can't do that in any other comedy club. Mm-hmm. That's where I could die. Yeah. Right. But at the comedy, st- <laughs> at the comedy store, I can act like the biggest asshole, which uh-huh. I do. Right. And I, I act like a prima donna. I act. <laughs> I, oh god! I've done so many awful things. Tell us some. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Wait. First of all, if I tell you the story, you're gonna go. You're the worst human being alive. That I don't well, believe that's possible. Okay. Watch this. Watch this. Thing. I accidentally made fun of a mentally retarded person yesterday, so I'm pretty terrible. Oh, accidentally. Oh, but that's, that doesn't it was count. accidental. It doesn't count if you didn't know. Well, if did you well, know he was mentally retarded? No. Oh, well, then that's fine. Until I saw them later, and I figured. Out, but... <laughs> <laughs> all right. So tell your story. All right. So um, I'm at the comedy store. It's like two in the morning, and this girl. Who had performed upstairs in the belly room, which is another room upstairs, and she had been doing. She, I think it was her second time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And she came waltzing down the stairs, and she's like bragging, like I just killed up there, right? Mm-hmm. Which is irritating, but I didn't say anything, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she walks toward me in the hallway, and she goes, "Get out of the way!" To me, right? Oh. Now, number one, my name—I'm sorry, but—is on the top of the awning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I—I'm king, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so I go, no. <laughs> I will not. I will not get out of the way. You know, I will not do that. All right? And she goes, who the fuck are you? Whoa. Oh, I wow. go, look at the awning. She goes, well, I don't, you know what I mean? She goes, I didn't read it. And I go, and, and, and I said, my name was Bobby Lee. And she goes, I'd never heard of you. Right? Uh-huh. And she goes, yeah, she goes, who the fuck do you think you are? And this is what I said. I had a glass on me. Like a glass of, of water. Right. Okay. Right? Okay. I go, just watch me, lady. This is who I am. I threw the glass up against the wall, shatters, a little doorman right then comes with a little pan, <laughs> sweeps it up, right, leaves, and I go, that's who I am. Oh, fuck. Am I a jerk? <laughs> am I a jerk? That's why, you know what? That's why God, that's why God has never given me real power. Okay, okay. You know, people you're go, how come you're not more famous? Yeah. How come you're not in these things? God did that because if I did that, then I would have a human trafficking business. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I would be like the supreme ruler, like Kim Jong-il yeah. and Un, uh, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's why. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you I've done so power. many things like that in my life. Uh-huh. I, 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 I have one more. I have one more. I have one more. Oh, please. yes. Absolutely. This is even worse. <laughs> this is even worse. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. I'm a bad person. So um, I'm at the comedy store again. I'm performing. <laughs> and these two girls in the front row, they take a selfie photograph, which they say before any show, don't take photographs. Yes. Mm. Right? And it's like, if they took a photo of me, I wouldn't send anything. Right. But they're taking this photo of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on stage, right? So um, I grab the phone out of their hand and I stick it down my pants. Yeah. Right? And I rub as it against should. my penis. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. And I, as I laid it back on the table, they both cry. <laughs> this person is tears. Two girls. Wow. Like they're like, adults and they're crying. <laughs> like I not crying, understand. laughing. Crying. No, like, like you bastard. Oh, you know what I mean? oh, so this God. is what they do. They get up. And they go to the back hallway and they get the main manager, <laughs> right? Yeah. Adam, right? So then I'm watching from because I can see them while I'm on stage, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm seething. I'm looking at them. I go, these two bitches. I run off stage. I go to the back hallway. I go, what's the problem? And the girls are like, you should never have him perform here again, okay? He's not even funny and he <laughs> stick his our phone on, you know, right? And I go, just I go, ladies, watch, watch, watch. I spit on the manager. 
I spit. <laughs> I spit on the manager, and I said, "He can't do anything." <laughs> oh my God! He, he can't, can't help do you. <laughs> and when I did that, the the look on their faces was like, you know what I mean? Just it's like all hope. Yeah, gone. it's yeah, like yeah. you're you're living in like like Cuba or whatever, right? <laughs> and a military guy like farts on you. <laughs> and you just kind of go, "Oh, he farted." You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's nothing I can do. Like there's no like That's it. Yeah, yeah, there's no one I can go to, you know what I mean? I can tell my dad, but whatever, you know what I mean? But it's like it's one of those and that's the only place in, on earth that I can behave like and that. And everywhere right. else you're just a peach, right? You're just you're I'm the very best. Nice. I'm the best everywhere else. You did, were. did you ever do that kind of thing growing up? Or just at the comedy store? That's the only place no that brings it No one ever gave me any kind of power because I was always little. <laughs> I was always little and frail, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and, and a mm-hmm. pussy, you know. I'm yeah. a coward. Okay. Like I'm a coward. Yeah, you know that, right? You you You're sneak out of, you, out of a fight any any way you can. Yeah, I, I'll yeah. sneak out of like I won't yeah. protect anybody. Right. <laughs> well, you're kind of yeah. squirrely. That's good. You have to be when you're a little smaller. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm a survivor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I grew up small. I, I yeah. can relate. I know what yeah. you mean. You got to be quick. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can you can talk shit, but then get away really fast. That's kind of yeah, what you have to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think that's yeah. where you developed your skill to be funny? Because oh, you have to get out of fights. No, you don't think you're funny. I don't think those two girls. I also don't think comedy is a skill. You don't think that's a complete different philosophy. Really? No. What do you think it is? I think comedy, oh, especially in terms of, especially stand-ups. I think stand-ups, I think, because I know a lot of stand-ups that are successful that aren't n- n- funny. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Off stage, right? They just know how to write or whatever. You know they, what I mean? Yeah, they know. The, and the also, when system. you do something repetitively, you just kind of get used to doing it. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, if you don't know anything about timing in general, you know what I mean? Then yeah. I don't think it's going to work. Or if you're dumb, <laughs> right. I think yeah. if you're dumb, you can't do it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like, I think there's... Levels of bravery, yeah. Like I think Bill Burr is very brave because he literally is the closest to himself on stage because he the things he says is like what he really feels. Yeah, yeah. And if I said what I really feel, I think I'm, I'm, I'd be afraid of like what the audience would think, mm-hmm. which makes me more of a coward. But I'm still brave by being up there. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's braver than I could be. It terrifies me to be on stage. Yeah, I mean, but it's in your head though. Yeah. It, it has nothing to do with anything. It doesn't matter. Well, you've been on a lot of stages since we last talked to you. So we talked to you about a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah year and a oh, half. Quite a while ago. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. were in a different place. Last time you were here. And then what did I do? What was I? Uh, we went to a strip club. I remember that. That was sad. And then we went to the was, space room. It was room. very sad. And then yep. we went to the space the room. Bar. And then you tried. I think you hugged a lot of people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you um, made everybody's night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how yeah. I do it. It, was, it was real good. That's how I and rock it. I think you tried to wrestle me too. Actually, yeah, 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 it was yeah. like two little people mm-hmm. wrestling. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> well, that's Everybody rude. else was in it. That's rude. I'm just sorry. I'm okay. sorry, but you're, but both of your little T Rex arms, like trying to take each other down, was pretty great. <laughs> that's again rude. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. There was it's like the opposite of a like sumo to, match. But this was a year. Now, now, let, me, let me ask you some questions then. Yes. When I did this last time, did, had I gone to Bangkok? Did that come up? Uh, I don't think so. I don't. No. I don't recall so. that. Okay. Did I was I on that NBC show Animal Practice? I think you had. I don't. No, no I, don't I don't think so. so. No, no, I don't, I don't believe so. so. Did I do the dictator? No, no, no. All right, no. So that was like when I was nothing was happening in my life, and then all of a sudden uh, everything I had a, happened. No, like yeah. in one and two in the period. I think after Portland, you know what I mean. So we yeah, turned it around p- for you. It was no. Us. I think it's like <laughs> I, I think it's more of like a hell and back kind of a thing. Okay, I got gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> you. Know what I mean? It's like God gave you like here's a shitty thing, and then here's the bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then here's something nice yeah. b- to make it up to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, of course it was you guys did it. But my point is, is this is that um, so I was not doing well, and then I came back to LA and I just started killing it again. Yeah, but then it all left. Mm. It's and all gone. Ba- 
Every, yeah, but you're and like, I'm, no, and now I'm back to ground zero. Okay. It's so weird. Every time I go back to ground zero, I'm here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, so this is a low point right now? Yeah, it's a low point now. I don't know. I mean, wouldn't you still be riding like the Arrested Development kind of wave thing? I mean, you were pretty Oh, yeah, I was in that. I was in that. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. were. Well, yeah, I'm also doing a cartoon called The Awesomes with Seth Meyers, but I don't look at that shit as work, really. Yeah. No. Because they're like kind of like, I mean, I... You show up for four days for arrest, uh, three days for arrest and development. Yeah, and the cartoon I did yesterday, but it's only like a couple hours, and you, you know it's not really that big of a deal, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, making it is like has everything to do with money. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, what kind of money am I making? Because right. I'm Korean. <laughs> It, okay. it has nothing to do with the, like I'm a bad person or I'm greedy. Is right. I'm Korean. Okay. Okay. And it's just in our culture. So like dictator money, that's making it. That's good. Yeah, but the dictator was more of a like I you know I, I did two weeks with Ben Kingsley and yeah. you know Sasha and you know I mean I there were part po- times where I was like three in the morning sitting next to Ben Kingsley wow. talking about like life you know what I mean and to yeah, me what do you talk about with Ben Kingsley what I, this I, is what I, well you used to listen yeah mm. you don't you know yeah in a, you have you know you know right. In a situation where you know how to play the game, dude. You're play a smart guy, right? I can play the game. You're a dwarf. You know what I mean? <laughs> and dwarfs are survivors. Okay? Exactly. So exactly. this is it. <laughs> Shorties unite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what my, it is, it's one of those things is like when he sits next to you, in your head you're like, oh my God, what the fuck? I can't do this. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. In your head. But on your face, you're just kind of like, cool. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The mo- you have just fear and anxiety uh-huh. and also wonderment. And like wow, dreamy because yeah. you know what I mean. I'm a huge fan of this guy, right? But you keep it like you're like I'm Daniel Day Lewis. Like I, you have to think that you're at that caliber, <laughs> right? Yeah. When you know that you do like shitty comedy clubs, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you fuck fat chicks, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And you're gonna die alone, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you have no skill whatsoever <laughs> on your face. You're like I'm good, you know? Yeah. I'm real good. And he would talk about Gandhi. He talked. About, we talked about Gandhi one night. And then one night I go. Um, he goes. I swear to God, he goes. So Bobby, um. I ask you a question when I'm doing you know scenes with you I just feel like sometimes you're not listening mm-hmm. I go I'm not <laughs> and he goes and then which was a mistake I shouldn't have said that yeah you know what I mean yeah. because I really am not yeah. yeah you know what I mean he goes well what are you thinking about I go well, two things holy fuck is Ben Kingsley <laughs> and number two is what the fuck's my line you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and I thought that would have been funny but he didn't find it funny he kind of, kind of walked away mm. I know check yeah. it out but then two days later, the, my last day there, he walked by and goes and starts laughing. He goes, two things. Oh, my God. That's very funny. You know what I mean? Mm. So like two I, days later. Yeah. So like, like for two days, it was like complete hell on earth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Of just complete like. You're yeah. like, you don't know what you put me through. Ben yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or Sir Ben, you have to call him. Yeah. Right? But a really nice guy. Sir. Really nice guy. And then. So that was that. But it's like. And then the NBC thing was the best thing ever. But no one watched it. And it got canceled right away. <laughs> <laughs> well, not right away. It lasted for like what, like six episodes, right? Nine. Nine. Ooh, they aired seven. Yeah. Yeah, but um, you know, like uh, my friends are on Whitney, and that last two years, yeah, mm. it's like I would have liked that money. Yeah. It's yeah. not about art, like because if you're gonna do sitcoms on networks, it's never about art, right? Mm-hmm. You don't even read it. Mm-hmm. When they send me things, I just go, "Oh, I'm f- fat Asian guy number one or whatever." <laughs> right? And I, I say they're stupid. Lo- and I know they're great. Long they have great, they're Emmy award winning writers and they're very talented. They're great lines, right? You know, of com- pure comedy and joy, you know. And <laughs> right, and I do it, you know, because it's like you do it for the money, and also it's easy. Mm-hmm. Do you do it? Do you like it? I mean, do you like acting? Yeah, I do. I mean, it's easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no, it's str- more stressful than stand up. Yeah. How so? Oh, in every in every yeah. way, shape, shape, and form, it's like 
you know, when you're be somewhere. To well, I don't. I don't really. I'm not an actor, so it's like it freaks me out. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's like I, you know, like I'll give you like for the dictator. I flew in on a Sunday. They picked me up at the airport, drove me straight to the film set. Yeah. And I go into the makeup, and it was literally, I swear to God, it was literally Ben Kingsley, Anna Faris, um, uh, Ed Norton, Sasha, and they're all getting their makeup done. I walk in, no one says hello, right? Oh. So there was an hour there of just, you know, they're doing the makeup, because it's tired, they're, everyone's tired, right? Yeah. And so they're doing it, and then um, as soon as I'm done, they rush me out of the thing, and I don't really had line. I didn't know what I was going to say that day, you know? Oh, you didn't even have lines? I don't think so, no. I think oh, it was wow. one of those private situations, right? So they rushed me to the set, and it was one of those sets that there was like a thousand people on, mm. s- on set, right? And they're just grabbing me, going, you get... And then Larry comes up to the director and goes, you hit this mark, you come in through this, th-, you know what I mean? Wow. And there's so much going on, and they sent, handed me lines, and you're like kind of memorizing the lines, you know what I mean? And just figuring out what, what the fuck to do, you know? Yeah. And so that kind of anxiety... Because you know there's so much money involved, and you know that they can't, you can't go out there and like do ten takes. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're on. A you got to hit it. Yeah. At my level, you know what I mean. So there's a lot of pressure there. Oh, yeah. I so it's not imagine. fun. You know what I mean? But when yeah. you do it and you realize you can do it, mm. and people go, "Oh, that's great job," then you go, "Oh, You're right." You know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and Bobby is still smoking his giant uh, cigarette. Do you like that thing? I do. Yeah. It's. A, I, I, th- I mean, I don't know what. Did you smoke before? They should really just sponsor you. It's I know. You they should be getting some money right I know. now. I know. And the thing is, is that. But the problem with these is that they don't know what these do. Right. That's what I was yes. saying. Whenever anyone smokes them, like I remember when cigarettes came out, they thought that those were okay for you, right. and then years later, you find out all the horrible things they right. do. Yeah, right? there's no. What are those going to end up doing? Yeah, Ebola in the lungs. Or I know. You have super AIDS in the lungs. <laughs> it's going to crystallize though. <laughs> wow. Lung AIDS. Smoke cigarettes. <laughs> um, yeah, they don't know, but you know what? I be, I Google it every day, and yeah. also when I smoke these, I don't feel. Yeah, same with me. Do you, did you feel? I don't feel the same. It's in terms of my lungs. Yeah, I don't feel as, like, uh, just, like, tired or gross. or And you don't cough up those balls right. of, like, <laughs> yellow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think those balls of yellow is, like, not good. It's not a good no. sign. Yeah, yeah. Definitely How not. How are you guys? Sign. Let's talk about you guys. I don't know. But I'm just thinking, I smoke, but I've never coughed up a yellow ball. No. What do you smoke, though? Uh, I smoke really light cigarettes, like ultralight. Yeah, the thin ones, though? Sticks. Yeah. And how many do you smoke? Um, It varies. Probably, like, a... Like Three packs a week. Three packs a week. That's okay. And then yeah, two or three. How old are you? Thirty-two. Okay, but three packs a week. I like. Are you smoked every day? Uh, not really. No. So I'm a pack a day guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like I'm a Marlboro Red pack a day guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so and I'm also a little older than you. So v- toward the end, there were chunks of things. <laughs> when, okay. when did you quit? How long ago? Oh, a week ago. Oh, a week ago. Okay. okay. Wow. Okay. I mean, in fact, after this thing, if you have a cigarette, I'm going to have one. I don't know. <laughs> so this is what I'm doing. This is, I'm smoke, I smoke. I'll smoke like one or two a day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. not bad. Well, you're doing a new show too, right? That Greg was telling you Yeah. About. You have commercials airing all the time with your face on it for, for Deal With It. That's nothing. I, I know, but you're on like every single commercial. You are. Your face is everywhere. Yeah. It might not be nothing, but... It's like it looks like it's starring Bobby Lee. It's nothing. I was on the Nike <laughs> campus the other day for for a job, and there were people talking about you. Uh, no, because that I had a good episode on that, but mm. that happened like Howie Mandel d- is doing it. Yeah, uh-huh. and I like you know we're friends. Well, I guess you know what I mean. And he called my agent. He's like, I want him to do it. I showed up. I did it, and then all of a sudden, 
people are watching it, but it's like a guest starring of some. It's it's yeah. a it's a prank show. Yeah. yeah, I mean, thank you so much. But well, it's no, like, I'm just. But saying, I mean, I've if it gets people faces. watch your show, so that's always it was a good. good thing. No, did you see <laughs> that episode though? It's really good. No, actually, I haven't seen well, it yet. Yeah, I'll watch that. But thank you. I mean, to me, because you don't get any money. And again, it's oh really? Okay, yeah. You know, it's so funny. It's like, um, but you know what? I'll, I'll be honest with you. My en- my envy for other Asian actors have died. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have accepted. I finally accepted where I'm at. Okay. You know, um, I'm no longer competitive with them. <laughs> who did you Who did you have envy? For? I think there was a while, a couple years there, where with Ken and I, because you know, oh, Ken yeah. and I went yeah. to, you know, I went. To, he was my doctor when I was going through detox. You have ten years sober, right? Yeah. Do you know that? You guys know that? Oh well, congrats. I mean, it, you I have ten years sober. I have right ten years. So I just got ten years. Congratulations! Congratulations. Your birthday, March sixth. Yeah. Good times. That's amazing. And so, when I was going through my Vicodin detox, um, Doctor Ken was my doctor. Like wow. He would talk to me on the phone and stuff, right? And then there was a couple of years where he was blowing up like, after Hangover 3 and I couldn't get into any like rooms at all. Like if, the, if there was an Asian guy in you know, anything, huh. it was going to go to him. Yeah. Right? Which was, I guess, in retrospect, fine. Yeah. But at the time, I, I, it wasn't that I wasn't happy for Ken. I was just angry at the system, you know what I mean, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just one day just kind of really got over it. I'm much happier now. Yeah. I, I think it's better to go. I, I like being fourth guy now. Mm-hmm. Well, when they get they, when they list the best Asian comedians, I'm no longer in the top two. I'm like four, mm-hmm. and it feels good being four because that's something to strive for. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. That's true. I mean, I was the first of our kind. <laughs> of and I would like some sort of fucking award or something, <laughs> you know what I mean, or a shout out. You know what I mean? Eight years on a sketch show on network TV, no one other guys done that. But it's okay, guys, because you're not um, angry about it. I'm not angry. No, you're at peace. Yeah, and you know, I was so fun, I was auditioning for. 22 Jump Street. They're doing another one. Wait, it's called 20, 22 Tw- Jump yeah, Street? Yeah, yeah, it's now called 22 Jump Street. Uh, oh, dear oh, God. Wow. Okay. I desperately it's one street over. <laughs> <laughs> I waited for hours. And I sat there, and it's like, when, you, when, you, when you're an Asian actor and you're going into rooms, uh-huh. you'll see every Asian guy that's ever acted in anything. Mm. Okay. Right? right? And you sit there together, all 30 of you. Right. <laughs> And you sit there, and 99.9% of you have never seen them before. They just got off the boat. They're scared. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And I have to sign up like them. You know what I mean? Not that I'm, like, special. Like, I'm not right. different. I am a snowflake, but we all are. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, and the other day, I was sitting there, and I, I'm, like, going, i got to get out of here. I can't do this. This is a nightmare. Right? And then Steve Yoon sat next to me. Like, I know Steve, right? He's from uh-huh. The Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing on that. Yeah. And I go, wait, you're on the best show in America. You have to audition for this. Like, yeah, right? And I literally, wanted, I was going to erase my name off the thing and leave. Because mm-hmm. there's no way I'm going to get this. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I, it's for, first of all, for a 19-year-old kid, mm. he's way younger, yeah. right? And he's hot. So I almost <laughs> erased it. And he goes, dude, don't do that. Just audition. Like, he's a good kid. But uh, anyway. Oh, that's awesome. I'm fine, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are so happy that you you're back to in leave Portland. Now? No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you can leave. I, I know don't that you need to, to get some. Out. Are we good right now? How much time do we have? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how much have you been touring, like doing stand up and such? I, I've done it religiously since the Like, I do it twice. Well, I was in Bangkok, Thailand. I was yeah, so what's yeah, what the story with Bangkok? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, the story is, is that. Um, the story is that I, I did a movie with Michelle Yao. Mm-hmm. She's from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, yeah. And, um, and I was there for two months. And let me tell you something. She's a nice lady, but. 
Actually, she can't hang out with her. <laughs> really? One, number one, you know, she's first of all, she's like, she's like uh, Glenn Close. I mean, like. She's like a super Meryl Streepy right. kind of a vibe out there. Oh, okay, gotcha. so it's like, and I had dinner with her one night at the Four Seasons, which you know, I, mean, I was wearing like, like jeans where the left leg weren't it wasn't even there anymore, <laughs> <laughs> right? It was shredded. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was wearing fucking uh, flip flops, and I kind of showed up. They almost didn't let me in the restaurant. Wow, and, wow. And I sat there, and she talks like this, Bobby. Tell me everything about you. You know what I mean? Because they want to over pronounce their. Accent, right. so they think that it sounds, I know, which just sounds ridiculous. But, um, <laughs> and I would, I would say jokes like, "Hey, can you teach me how to run on trees?" <laughs> and she's like, well, "That was wild work. That's not real, Bobby." And I just knew, like, I go, like she uh, actually thought you, yeah, were yeah. Bad. So I'm yeah. just kind of like, I, I need, I can't do this, right? So for for two months straight, I went to this place called Amsterdam, which is not in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. But it's a brothel, and I didn't get laid. <laughs> but something else ma- magical happened every day. I went there every. I t- used my per diem there. Okay. Okay. For ninety now dollars, they eat your butthole. And can I just say, <laughs> for ninety, um, it's only ninety nine bucks for that. Ninety. Oh, ninety. Yeah, they've never Still. heard of inflation. You know what I mean? Like you can charge more. What you do, wow. your service uh-huh. is is in America would cost some. Half a million dollars. Right. Right. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Yes. If I ask you to be, meet my butthole, be, I'm being real. Uh huh. And you had to do it, but you can charge me whatever. How much would you charge? If me? I had to do yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like I have no choice in this matter. This yeah, is yeah. happening regardless. And it has but to be like a real, prison rules, like a real amount of money. But I can get paid. Um, yeah, but it's got like you. Ha- you can't. It's not a second. Like does it have, have? Does that have to be yeah. less than a certain amount? Though it's gonna be fifteen. Minutes, fifteen, fifteen minutes. minutes. Wow! And you have to be thorough. Like you can't go around the edge. Like it's got to be, oh. yeah. be a good job. Are you gonna wash wow. first? Yeah, you, you, can wa- you can wash me first. You're gonna clean okay. up. Okay. I have yeah, to I'm wash you first. We're not animals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to do it, yeah. I mean, I would. I would go for as much as I possibly. Yeah. I, what would you charge? Just say, throw a number out. Half million. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But ninety dollars from a half million is like there's you know yeah, I mean, there's a middle ground. There. So you must really <laughs> like that if you did that every day. There's nothing else to do there. Yeah, it's, it's either let's you wake up, you go. Let's see, should I drink coconut milk again? <laughs> should I get my machetes sharpened, <laughs> or should I go to the brothel? I'll get my a- asshole eaten. Yeah, I mean, you mean I don't have machetes. Choices, you know what I mean, and I don't like coconut milk. <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> Everyone likes what they like. And hey, yeah. fuck Thailand, because I'll tell you what, fuck Thailand, uh-huh. because this, they harbored <laughs> Pol Pot. You know who that is? Yeah. Yes. Yep. One of the worst human beings ever to live on planet Earth got yeah. to die in a very old age because of Thailand. Mm. They let him live there. They let him live in a village, have his own kids and family. When he killed his three million of his own people, mm-hmm. right? Right. He led the Khmer Rouge, you know what I mean, the killing fields, all that shit, right? Oh, yeah. And that's what they did, so fuck them. So I could talk about getting your butthole eaten. <laughs> For a very reasonable price. Yeah. And that, that's the con- their consequences. <laughs> they have to eat my butthole. <laughs> it's your own personal revenge. Yeah. What comes around goes around, man. <laughs> oh, Bobby. Oh, sorry. Is that, that kind of... That is It's beautiful. not that kind of show? Uh, that's great. No, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's exactly that kind of that show. Kind of yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. That is, that is gold content. Hey, let me, where do I go to get more stuff? Uh, there's there a, a bunch store? of places. Yeah. Is there a vapor store? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where? The, uh, there's one in at, at Lloyd Center in the mall. Oh, there is. <laughs> yeah. Is that far from? <laughs> just, where probably I'm just hit uh, Kenny for no reason. Also. What? It's near your hotel. It is. I can walk there. Okay. Yeah. 
So there's a thousand. What's it called? Any, any, uh, I, it's one of the little kiosks. Oh, it's a kiosk though, yeah, but yeah. they have all these little things? Yeah, we can look it up on the internet and we can okay. find it for you. Everything yeah. you need. All right, Bobby, where can everyone find out all your information? Um, Bobby Lee Live on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lee Live on Instagram. That's it. That's all right. It. And then that's, you're gonna all, be, that's all they need. And, and yeah. Bobby Lee Live tonight. Oh, yeah. Comedy the Comedy the show. What's it called? Helium. Helium. It's Helium Comedy Club Call on me, the corner come, of 9th Come see me at Harvey's. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you are such a fucker. Oh, wow. No, I'm kidding, right? First of all, I, I, I let me... And before, you're walking home Let me now, say, before Helium that. even opened, I remember calling my agent going, I want to play Portland because my cousin Andy lived up here. Uh-huh. And, and Harvey's would just say no. So it's like, fuck Harvey's. And I love Helium. Yeah. So do we. Yes, yeah. we do. Even yep. though you fired that Chinese guy. <laughs> Go see Bobby at Helium Comedy Club. <laughs> Tonight at 8 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 7.30 and 10. Get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com and uh, Ninth and Hawthorne. Go see Bobby Lee. All right, Bobby, thanks, you Bobby. are awesome. All right, we'll be back <laughs> in a little bit. The headphones are off. Fun and fun radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I think I think I might be able to make communication. With I don't him. think I'm, that you can speak crazy homeless dumpster diving. Now. I might be able to make a connection with this guy because I could kind of understand what he was saying. And, you know, he was ranting a little bit. I want to say there was some government conspiracy stuff. That was okay. being said. See, to me, it just seemed like he was talking to his magical friend that was that wadded piece of cloth in his hand or something. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that. that was. I think there was an apple as well that he was carrying around. But nonetheless, I think I think I might be able to make contact with him. That's what I can okay. do. Okay. Yes. I, I, I want to witness this, and I want yes. to record it. I want to record your yeah your conversation with also, him. Also, I think he may have found some treasures. Hello, this is Fun <laughs> Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you are doing so. Of course, Fun Employment Radio, the free podcast, but also you can listen live to all of the amazing programs programming on here and get access to the archives by subscribing for only six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Just go to funemploymentradio.com and click that subscribe button. Yes. Try it out. The first week's free. See if you, you like lose it. nothing. We have some new friends in the chat. Welcome, everybody. Yes, indeed. This is very awesome. And, Greg, I think that you probably have uh, a secret agenda in wanting to befriend the guy because I just heard you say treasures. Are you going to try and steal the crazy old homeless man's treasures? Okay. Because you think you found something in the dumpster. All right. We've got a bunch of stuff coming up here on the show that we're going to that we're gonna get to. But, yeah, I just feel like we need to address this right off the bat because, uh, you know, our studio is located here in southeast Portland in a, in a large building full of other people, but we are, our dumpsters are outside, as they should be. Well. And uh, <laughs> They're not in the studio. They're not in the they studio. They are outside. They're community dumpsters, or at least that's what they've kind of turned into, and there are frequently uh, visitors. Well, let's just say there used to be locks on the dumpsters. Now there are not, and the whole entire neighborhood knows this because it's just full of couches and all kinds yeah. of things. Yeah, so with that, though, there's a couple of things going on. So one, we get a lot of frequent visitors who <laughs> like to uh, patrol around there. Some of them talk to themselves. It's kind of a collective area for perhaps um, some homeless people that are in the area or mm-hmm. wherever they're coming well, from. Well, we have seen some dumpster humping. We've I mean, there's lots some, of magical things that happen we, we up there. We did see people attempting a threesome in the dumpster. So, But uh, this guy, this guy today, I don't know. He, he had something else going on. He had something special going on. There was something. It was something quite special. Yeah, there was something that he was trying to communicate. He was just by himself. Mm-hmm. 
But so you uh, think that was an apple in his hand? I thought it was like a watered up like. I don't, I don't know for sure. It kind of looked like an apple, but it looked too big to be an apple. So I thought it was like a maroon colored, like dirty towel that um, he had balled up. It could be. Maybe that's his best friend. I don't okay. know. I don't know. But whatever he was saying, <laughs> I think that uh, I think I could kind of understand because he seems like a man who's kind of in tune with what's going on. What's what? What's, what's what going on you, in the streets? What do you mean? What's going on? Well, I was talking earlier this week, you know, about my conspiracy theories about do the not jets talk about that the fly jets. over. <sighs> I'm just saying, this man seems like he probably knows about the Jets, too. He's been out there on the Did streets. Did you talk to him about the Jets? Uh, no, but I was just listening to him, trying to understand everything. I kind of would like to bring him you in were, here for you, an interview. You, that's not happening, Can we, can we bring him in just, to, <laughs> just for a man-on-the-street interview? No, if you want to be a man-on-the-street interview, you go down on the street and you interview the man. He is not coming up here. I guess I could go interview him. Yeah, that's what we have that or all. Like that's what it's for. We can record people. Okay. Anywhere. All right. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll don't, do a man on the street interview. Don't harass him when I'll he's just trying to find treasures in the dumpster. I'm gonna go undercover, Sarah. This is his thing. This is what he's. This is his jam. I'm let him let him do his <laughs> thing. Well, with that though, also he was really going into those dumpsters, and since there is all that new stuff in there, I'm wondering. Maybe there's something we're missing out on uh, out there because, you know, we found those, the entire CD collection. We did. A couple of weeks ago. We found those rare CDs, I'm sure. Yes. And there's all kinds of things in there. It does make me a little bit curious about what else is in there. I'm not saying I want to dumpster dive, but I'm saying I do want to know what's in there. I kind of want somebody else to dumpster dive for me and then pick out the good stuff and just give that to me. Wait, why would they do that? Nobody would do that. Do you think that guy would do that no, for No, those are his treasures. You let him keep his finds. But, I mean... Who are a- you? It's like, hi, guy, can I interview you, uh, you know, to talk to you about how crazy you are, and we can talk about jets, and then will you go into the dumpster and find me things that I can make money from? Yeah. That's what you're going to That's a say. great plan. That right there, that is exactly the plan. I think that would actually work out pretty good for me. So... Um, I'm going to have to recruit someone if anyone like to, would like to dive into the dumpster for me. You know, go that ahead. That is so gross. Just so you guys know, <laughs> nobody wants to dive in this dumpster. It is the grossest dumpster. There, is so, there are some amazing things. So. It is. I don't know what's going on there. I mean, it does. I, I do have to say, Greg, you are speaking a little, a little trinket of truth. Oh, it just started working. Um, because some of the things in there, it does look like there are layers upon layers of things. Like I saw a backpack in there. Oh, uh, there's a. See what's in the backpack. I know. Well, why don't you go pull it out? Because I'm not touching anything in that goddamn dumpster. Because I'm trying gross. to encourage you to explore. I know you like to peep. Well, not necessarily peep, but you like to explore in other people's things. I go do not like do to that. explore in other people's dumpsters. Well, you like to trespass. So I, I was thinking I'm maybe. Trespassing? I like to explore. Well, I think you should go ahead and pull it out there. Why don't we make this a whole thing? Sarah, Sarah's find of the day. If you have like gloves, if you have rubber gloves that I can put on, I would, I would pull something out of the dumpster, but not really? with my bare hands. I have rubber gloves. And like a face mask. I can get you a towel to wrap around your face. All right, this is a new thing. Maybe we'll, we'll talk about this. We'll 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 sush it out. Okay. And figure out how we can do this. Well, Southeast Portland is just like the the epitome of glamour lately. So, yesterday I had something exciting happen in my neighborhood. Well, between so between here today watching the magic of the the man finding treasures in the dumpster. Yes. On my bike ride down here, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna take a back step because this is between my house and where the studio is. On the way here, I saw a young lady who. Seemed to have had a very fun night uh, last night, climbing out of the bushes in all of her, like, party girl attire. Oh. She was still wearing, like, heels, and she had, like, leaves in her hair, and she had her bag, and she was just kind of, like, wobbling with her heels. Like, she looked like she slept in the bushes last night. Like, full-on shame walk Full-on shame walk. Like, it looked like something that, uh, like, you would have seen, like, in college. Was you know, she like, I couldn't tell because, like, she kept, like, shaking out her hair. She had, like, blonde hair, and she was shaking out. And she was in heels and, like, a cute little dress. But she was covered in leaves because she had crawled out of this like these bushes in front of an apartment complex. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, South, Southeast Portland, you're just so glamorous. But then yesterday, 
I got a super special crazy treat outside of my apartment. So I was in my apartment, as is my want yesterday. Hiding from the world and not speaking to anyone there? Hiding. I was working on a dog painting, if that's what you want to call hiding from the world. <laughs> and uh, I was there, and I started hearing this screaming. And like from the, from where my apartment is in the building, you can't really tell where anything's coming from. Now, wait a minute. Was this screaming like someone's in pain and needs help? And you, of course, no. refused to call the police, as you usually do? No. This was a very active conversation. And I couldn't really tell. You know when you can tell when someone's yelling if they're if they're kind of nuts or not? This person yeah. was clearly insane. So basically, I was hearing a one-sided conversation of this woman screaming at the top of her lungs, like call, like calling this person names, like doing all this stuff. Like clearly, as I started listening more and more, it went on for about fifteen minutes. This was in your apartment. It was so I had my windows open in my apartment because it was it was warm yesterday. Yeah. And so I started hearing this as I was painting. I, I thought it was like part of like something I was watching on TV. So I muted my TV and I kept hearing all this profanity outside. I'm like, what is that? And so I stood and listened for a few minutes, and then I'm like, hmm, I should be recording this. Why am I not recording this right now? So I, in fact, did get a 30-second recording of some of the 15 minutes of this woman screaming outside of my apartment. Let me tell you this. My apartment's in the back of the building. This woman was screaming so loud. My apartment, she was probably a good, I'd say 100 feet from me, from where I was. And I could hear it this loud from my window on the backside of the apartment. And and when I went out to find her, which I did, because I wanted to see what the hell this woman looked like. You confronted her? No, I just wanted to see what she looked like. Okay. Oh, God, no, I didn't confront her. No, I just wanted to sneak a peek at the crazy (laughs) from from very far away. And so I can't, yeah, and she's like down the street and sitting across on somebody's uh, on somebody's front steps, which I know she doesn't live at, screaming into her telephone so that she was talking to herself. But she's having a telephone conversation, which what I gathered from hearing it, I don't know if I, it wasn't, I didn't get it on this particular recording, but apparently her ex-girlfriend is in jail and she cheated on her before she went to jail. The girlfriend in jail cheated on the woman, on the crazy woman on the phone. Okay. And so uh, this woman was none too. She was not too happy to hear from this lady. So I got. I have a recording. Okay. I have this. This actually, I recorded this from my from my apartment window yesterday afternoon. This was in broad daylight. It was like three thirty in the afternoon. Okay. And this woman, this was going on for about fifteen minutes. Wow. So okay. I have a I have a little sampler platter here. Awesome. Of what she sounded like. So let me get this up, and here we go. So this went on forever. Wow. I have never heard the word cunt used so many times. This is from your apartment? This is from my apartment. Should we listen to it one more time? Yes. Okay. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm trying to interpret everything she's saying here. Oh, you fucking bad, you cunt! You went out on me a year ago with a bitch! Ah, karaoke bar, you bitch! You broke our dog two years in you, you bitch! Okay, so, there's one part in there I, I couldn't quite tell. So it sounds like she's she found out that her, her girlfriend that the cheated bitch on her. The bitch cheated on her 
outside of the karaoke bar on Burnside, on Burnside which we all know is chopsticks. Probably, probably, yeah. most likely. But she was in a rocking chair. She is said that what she, she was said? in a rocking chair in the living room. And you cheated on me with that bitch with the rocking chair in the living room, you cunt. Are you sure that's what she I'm said? I'm pretty sure she says rocking chair. Yes. Oh, you fucking rock, you cunt! You went out on me a year ago with a bitch! I karaoke bar, you bitch! She's making a good point right there. You fucked a bitch, I got a picture of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you fucked a bitch, I got a picture of it. Here, I'm gonna go back a little bit so you can hear it. You fucked a bitch, I got a picture of it in a rocking chair in a living room near the karaoke bar. I'm pretty sure that's what it says. You fucked a bitch in a rocking chair in her living room by the karaoke bar. By the karaoke bar. Yeah, so this wow. lady was not happy. Not happy. So what happened? So this went on for, you said a half hour? Yeah, oh, no, 15 minutes. Or, or 15 minutes? But it was so, it was so So did she loud. live there? She, she was, no. Where was she at? No, so I finally went out. I'm like, I have to see this. And so I was like, I was doing my laundry too. So I was shoeless and wearing like crappy clothes. But I'm like, all right, I need to go out and see what the fuck this lady looks like. So I ran out into the front of my apartment complex and I could hear her. She was echoing on every building in the neighborhood and I could not find her. I couldn't find her. And so I'm trying to find this lady. And so I'm seeing all these people walking down the street looking at them. I'm like, is that are they yelling? Are they yelling? No, no, they're not yelling. They're not yelling. Finally, this girl was walking by, and she kind of stopped and listened too. And I'm like, "Do you know? Do you know where that's coming from?" She's like, "I don't know." And she started walking down the block, and then she turned around. And she's just like, "She's over there." She started pointing at me. She's like, "She's over there." And so I ran down the street to look at her, and it was just this crazy-looking lady. Like she actually looked more normal than I thought she would, but she was sitting there, just very like ske- like methy skeletal, like methy skeletal okay, a little bit, yeah. and uh, had this huge sun hat on and she was talking on a phone because I thought she was just talking to herself the entire time but no she was just sitting on somebody's stoop that she did not live at in a giant sun hat screaming for the whole neighborhood I'm surprised nobody said anything to her quite honestly well there are people, would though there are people with children like there are people walking like uh, with children down the street and this woman is screaming cunt over and over and who over again who wants to confront that person though even the people that live in that house that if she doesn't live there she's just sitting I doubt she lives there she was sitting on the front steps whoever is in that house just like ah oh, fuck I'm gonna wait till it goes yeah. away I'm not, I'm not messing with that no and I wasn't the only one that came out of <laughs> Is it the, but that's what we should play. Is it Sarah's meth lady or is it the rhubarb lady? What's your name, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, it's. I'll figure it out here. Sorry, a little bit of an emergency. Um, nothing bad. We'll cut this out of the podcast. My alarm is going. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. all right, do you want to take a break? Uh, yeah, can we take, take just a real quick break? Yep. We'll be right back. Apologies, okay. everyone. No, no, no. Um. Okay, sorry about that. I just I had to check a message right there. So um, just behind the scenes, I just got a call from my alarm company for my house, and neither of my roommates are home, so I kind of assumed uh, assumed now my now my roommates are all panicked yeah, that all their shit's fine. getting stolen. <laughs> so what happened here while well, Greg's dealing with that? What happened is basically his alarm company called from the particular exact line that they call from when, some, when the alarm's going off. Yeah, that it's is the, the emergency one line, line. The emergency line. When the alarm goes off, this is the number they call from. It's programmed in my phone, so it pops up as that. 
and they're, they're letting me know, okay, the alarm's been triggered, we're sending the police. And then that's my one chance to say, oh, no, everything's okay, like if I'm home and I set it off or whatever. But they, uh, they, they called from that number. I didn't catch it in time to answer it. And so that's why I just assumed, okay, well, shit, I called my roommates. Neither of them are home. Like, okay, well, this is fucked up. I got to go. Um, but they did leave a message, and I checked the message, and here's what my alarm company did. They called from the emergency alarm number with a telemarketing call. Oh, my so that fucking means, Hello, God. this is your alarm company. And if you'd like to upgrade your service to blah, blah, like, it was a fucking telemarketing message from the emergency number. That is messed up. That is friend. not cool. That is messed up. Yeah, that's. So I just got everybody into a panic and myself into a panic. So apologies for that. That was a little bit, uh, little, little bit uh, nerve-wracking there. You know what? This I, I have an <laughs> opinion of a lady, what she thinks about your alarm system. There you go. <laughs> Should we bring on our guest? Yes, let's go ahead and bring on our guest. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, a man who can communicate with all the homeless people in Portland. Kenny B. <laughs> Wait, he can? Yeah, I'm just saying that. I, okay. Yeah. It's it's funny you should mention that. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, I was Sarah was talking about the crazy lady and her being on the phone and I've I've recently learned that's something that crazy people like that's their that's their uh, their cover up now for when they're oh, talking. Oh, so they're not talking to themselves. They're not really talking on the phone. They're talking to themselves or to the spirits or whoever. There's this guy, uh, we actually know his name. His name is Paul, and he is traveling around our neighborhood all the time. He's one of the, the one of the neighborhood guys. Yeah, he's yeah, not. I've got my neighborhood guys too. He's not homeless, but he's crazy, and uh, like he's always well kempt, and um, but he's always like walking down the middle of the street, and uh, you know we see him everywhere. And my girlfriend actually, he used to come into her work all the time and and get water from them and all this stuff, and they all know his name. And I I don't think he's uh, like. Uh, I don't think he's schizophrenic. I think he's just severely, uh, uh, like, uh, bipolar or something. No, uh, um, autistic. Oh, okay. okay. And, uh, but he talk, he, like, if you walk up to him and try to talk to him, he's like, rah, 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 and then he put, puts his phone up to his head and starts, like, pretending like he's on a phone conversation. And whenever oh. he sees you, like, whenever you make eye contact, and when he picks up his phone and he starts, he just starts talking. On it. I do wow. that to avoid yeah. clipboard people on Yeah, Hawthorne oh, yeah, sometimes. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you can barrier. see where, like, your psychosis would go if mm-hmm. you were to just go off the deep end. Yeah, you're you're teetering, teetering <laughs> just Shut a little up. bit. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, and then uh, your story about the girl crawling out of the bushes reminded me of something that happened <laughs> to me recently. To you, so, sort of. This is along the lines of the walk of shame and all that kind of stuff. Um, I went out to a bar with some friends recently, and I like went to park and uh, was walking up to the bar, and this girl came like running around the corner, and she just bent over and started throwing up. And I was like, oh, this is a great introduction to the bar. And then <laughs> as I got closer, I'm like, wait, is that? No. And it turns out it was a girl I used to have relations with. Oh, oh wow. Just randomly happened to see her? Throwing up. I haven't seen her in a long time. That's the first Dude, view I got of her. Hey, best best spot for you to be in, though. Like, yeah. oh, hey, how's it going there, Cindy? <laughs> so it's things, like things are really are, looking up in your yeah, life, huh? Yeah. Huh. Feeling all right. Good for you. Good for <laughs> okay. you, champ. Yeah. So that Taking was, the uh, world by storm, huh? I chose not to speak with her. Oh, you didn't? Let her finish doing her business. and I. But was I the breakup good or around. bad? Oh, it was fine. It was just a, like a, a hookup kind of a oh, thing. We were, okay. like, yeah. more like in a 
Darn, if it was a bad breakup, that would be the perfect opportunity. It's true. Just hey, tap her on the shoulder. Hey, I don't want to interrupt what you're doing there. I just wanted to say hi. How you doing? Yeah, how you been? <laughs> Look like you're doing well. <laughs> oh, Kenny. But yeah, girl crawling out of the bushes. It was weird. I haven't seen anything that, like that in quite some time. That's the ultimate walk of shame because it's not like she slept at someone's house and got laid. She no. slept in the bushes. And also this was 11.30 a.m. Right. on a Thursday morning. Mm. It's like, this seems like really late. I mean, maybe she had a late night and then just decided to take a nap in the bushes. I mean, she looked like she was just waking up, but she had like full clothes. Like, she definitely had been out the night before. Right. She had her dress-up clothes those on. Were, she had high heels on. Those weren't her morning clothes. They, she didn't look like she was just walking <laughs> to Fred Meyer for a snack. She was <laughs> sleeping in the bushes all night for I don't know Well, why. it must have been like a pretty big bush for her to sleep in yeah, there Yeah, she's unnoticed. kind of, she emerged out of them because I was riding my bike by and like, did that girl just come out of the bush? <laughs> what is going on? She kind of like crawled, like didn't crawl, but kind of stood up yeah. out of it. Like emer- she totally like emerged. Like Smeagol. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I heard like a butterfly out of a real shit cocoon. <laughs> just like, <laughs> it was pretty amazing. My neighborhood is just on the up and up, I yeah. tell you. Yeah. And people then, stealing my tags in front of my building. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. Crazy people screaming. Yeah. We got, Southeast is chock full of crazy people. And that was yeah, the, the, the guy that you were talking about when we started the show, I noticed immediately when I was walking up today. And I'm pretty sure he did have an apple. Was it an apple? It's, I think so, Was yeah, it an was abnorm- uh, abnormally large apple? I think it was, like, wrapped in something, and he was having a conversation with it. I think so, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> but an apple a day keeps the devil away, apparently. <laughs> that's, or that is the devil itself. Yeah, yeah. right. Could but uh, he was really intensely talking with that uh, apple. Yeah, he was. It was he very wasn't intense. talking around it. He was talking yeah. to it. Right. Did that's you true. overhear any of the conversation? I couldn't understand anything he was saying. Yeah. It was much like the, the blah, 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 yeah. which came out of that woman's mouth. Uh, you know, you have sex in the rocking chair. <laughs> Those are the parts of the conversation I'm actually most curious in because you can you can make out the the rest of the words, but it's like what are they trying to express in the their, garbled in ones? Their, yeah, what are they what are they trying? Well, to I'm say? just impressed with the like the oddly specific one loving uh, nature of what you know. Like she took a picture. Mm-hmm. She was in a rocking chair at a house near the karaoke bar, and she got a picture of it. Right. Like, in what world is someone having sex in a living room in a rocking chair near a karaoke bar where you can take a picture of it? Mm-hmm. And why didn't she stop it at that? Why point? Why didn't she stop? Why'd she take a picture? I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of mystery there. You there really should have gotten a hold story. of her. Of all the furniture to have sex on, I don't think a rocking chair is really the best. Yeah, it's un- yeah. It's well, I don't know. You know, it is. I mean, I was pretty impressed. I'm like rocking chair. Okay, <laughs> go get him, Tiger. I really want to know the rest of the story with that woman. So, how long did that go on? It went on for 15 minutes. You yes. said, were you there when it when it ended? Did you hear she, the it final? Just, it just ended. Like then she's kind of she uh, started like wrapping up and then like trailed off and walked away. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I was tempted to follow her. You didn't want to see where she went. Mm-mm. Have no. you have you seen her before in the neighborhood? No, no, she's a newbie. I okay. know all my neighborhood people, and she's. Yeah. Do you hope to see her again? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> as long as she stays on the other side of the street, and I can keep recording the crazy, <laughs> yeah. I am totally okay yeah, with that. You have to record even more of that next time, though. Yeah, we, we need longer. Surprisingly yeah. good fidelity too from you. I'm assuming that was on your phone from yeah. the window. Yeah, it was just from my window. Yeah, like squished against the screen, like trying to hold it. And I, yeah, and I as soon as she ended that final thing with the cunt, I'm like, I think mm-hmm. I got my 30 second sound yeah. bite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of neighborhoods, how's your uh, how's your neighborhood uh, going? How's your neighbors? Well, it turns out as people may remember last week I had informed everyone that they, the neighbors were gone and they had been evicted and moved out. Mm-hmm. Now, these were the neighbors that you suspected, just to recap a bit, you suspected maybe swingers. Um, also, the gentleman walks around shirtless all the time. And teaches his children uh, what to do when they're arrested. Yes. At the age of like four. Yes. Okay. And they always kept inviting you over to do things with them. Right. Very adamant about us coming to hang out with them, go out to dinner with them and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what 
in going out to dinner with them it would entail per se which Since is why you should have done it. <laughs> it's true. Just for show content alone. Mm-hmm. Well, as it turns out, I'm not out of a chance to do that. Oh, really? It, they aren't actually out. I thought they were evicted, right? I thought they, they well, the story goes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us the story, Kenny. Apparently, now. Do you, do you have names for these people? I know you can't, you probably don't want to use their real names. I don't know. Or uh, maybe you do. Let's Can we assign some names? Call them Joe and Mary. Joe and Mary. Joe and Mary. That doesn't sound very good. I like Dale. Are those Jesus' Dale? Dale's Dale. a good one. Yeah, Dale. Mary and Joseph. Dale and... Uh, Shirley. Dale and Shirley. Dale and Shirley. <laughs> All right, Dale and Shirley. <laughs> so, so Dale and Shirley live in a house that's uh, uh, not exactly uh, habitable, from what I find out. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember me telling you about the landlord that owns the house, but she was the one that was mowing the lawn at 10 p.m. in the yes. dark. Right, yeah. With like a headlamp, and looked really messy and skinny and... and Sort of weird in her own right. So, and she's the owner. She's the yeah. She's the <laughs> the responsible one in this whole story. And uh, apparently, they they've been in a legal battle with her over the last six months or so because the house is literally legally uninhabitable oh. because it really has uh, like water problems and mold problems and uh, like so they haven't been paying rent. You mean the meth. Land the meth landlord hadn't been taking care of the house. Okay, that's right. just crazy talk, Kenny. Why are you Why are you speaking in riddles? I don't Apparently, get it. the woman who mows her lawn at 10 p.m. hadn't been taking care of the mold problem in the house. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I've been in that. Been in their house, and it's it's really like dank and smelly and weird, and and uh, clearly not a place that people should live. And apparently the city agrees. And uh, so they hadn't like been paying rent for the last six months because they were like, you have to fix all this shit and you're not fixing it. And so we're not going to pay you rent. So they went to court and they did all this shit. And the court said, well, you have to get out of the house, but you don't have to pay the back rent. And the house, when you move out, will be condemned and not habitable for humans until it's completely repaired and or demolished. Oh, so you might even have a demolished home next to your house. Might have a demolished, which I'm actually happy about because I don't have to worry about new neighbors. And if well, they rebuild yes, the house. Yes, you do, Kenny, because you know what? If the house is abandoned and condemned, people are going to move in there anyway. Yeah, you're going to get some You're gonna get some quality squatters in there. There's going to be some <laughs> yeah. squatting. There's going to be a squat sitch. Yeah, but they'll just get consumed by the mold and they'll eventually just pass away in their sleep. It'll be fine. Oh, no. This could be incredible. So, <laughs> so how long are they planning to stay there? They're going to be there in, until October. Until and October, okay. So, uh, yeah, uh, and the guy was like, "You make sure, you make sure when uh, we move out that nobody else moves in." He's like, "If you see anybody trying to move in here, he's like, you tell them, you tell them that this house can't be lived in." He's <laughs> asking you to guard the house right. for them because <laughs> wow. he's pissed because he got like he had to pay all these legal fees and got fucked and he was trying to get the house from her, but I was like, "You really want the house? It's falling apart and filled yeah. with mold and." Not easily repairable. So, oh wow, he's like the land is probably worth more than the house. I'm like, what? So leave, like, yeah, cut your losses. Go somewhere else. He's just renting it. Why does he care this much? I don't know. It's his homestead, man. Dale's attached to it. So, do you know where Dale and Shirley are moving? No, I don't. I haven't. uh, We haven't had that conversation. So, what about? I'm 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 hesitant to broach those things because they do have the cat and the two dogs. I was just going to ask about the cat. Yeah, and uh, they they are taking the dogs with them, but they really want don't want to take the cat because they just can't take care of it so uh, he's like man i just i wish we knew somebody that could take it you know he's really hinting heavily at the fact that he wants someone to take his cat away okay so uh and i don't want to be that person yeah i'm not going to volunteer well he's already got three and they don't get along and it's a bad situation 
Don't okay. need four cats. So then, what are you going to do? I mean, if you, if you know, if he doesn't want the cat, and you can't. Well, take I'm going to post an ad on Craigslist for him. But if there's anybody out there that it's a really good cat and it's got all its shots, what does it look like? It's a, it's a little. I want it, aesthetic. I want I want to know what uh, it's cute. Is it a cute cat? Yeah, it's got white socks, black cat with like a white sort of like tuxedo cat. A tuxedo cat. All right, yeah, I like yeah. that. You should put that in the ad. Yeah, a tuxedo cat. And his, he's his name's Leo. He's really sweet. And so if anybody's looking for a cat, it's he's about a year and a half or two years. I old, know a so. dog named I, Leo, yeah. and I, Leos are good names for animals. Mm-hmm. Well, I love how you are the one that's having to do this. Well, it's his cat. I'm trying to avoid. Well, because he's trying to do it because he knows that he's going to exactly yeah, because he knows if he doesn't take the reins, the guy's probably just going to leave the right. fucking cat. Well, yeah, that's right. that's yeah. true. It's you, much like when my girlfriend won't get off the couch to eat something, and I know if she doesn't get fed soon, then she's going to become angry. So is that how she gets you to be her feeder? <laughs> do you bring her food just so she won't get angry? Sometimes, yeah. yeah sometimes I do that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah, trying to avoid that situation, and uh, the house is uninhabitable. I'm hoping that he's thinking it's going to go back to the city. I'm hoping at that point the city just demolishes the house altogether, and and then there's just an empty lot next to us, and we won't have neighbors for a long time, which would be yeah. great. Yeah. Which was, thing, do you know how long it's probably going to take between the uh, you know, like the process of getting that house demolished? It's just going to yeah. be squat central. And I know that's better for you, but I like the idea of there being squatters next door <laughs> because that's more entertaining. You're really so. encouraging this <laughs> squatting scenario, yes. I can see. Yeah. Huh. Oh, just imagine what could happen over there. It just seems rife for squatting. Like, I know your yeah. area, and it's a, it's rife squatting territory. I mean, my house apparently Primo. was a squatter house You had for a, a squat house? Yeah, for yeah. for a while, I guess, because uh, I found out from some, from some people who lived in the neighborhood, like, in the late 90s or mid-90s. No, would have been, like, early 90s, and I guess it was a, a squat house. So are you saying that you may or may not post an ad on Craigslist, abandoned house, ready for squatting? <laughs> <laughs> How you did like you read my squat? mind? <laughs> of course, squatters <laughs> probably don't. Have access to Craigslist, but oh, know. somebody will. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a freeloader of some somebody's kind. looking out there's for. Squatters have there's, access to Craigslist. There's freeloaders all over Craigslist. If the I guy post- outside talking to his Apple has access to Craigslist. That's I'm pretty true. sure I'll let him can. know too. Well, speaking of Craigslist, I also have an interesting uh, uh, hobby I've taken on involving Craigslist. <laughs> Are you going on one of the dating oh, things on there? God, no. Are you guys? Are, are you, you guys actual swingers? Did we put? Did we plant that seed? And now it's no. not. Now it's not getting watered, and so you're seeking elsewhere. Can no. you still do that on Craigslist? Oh, I'm sure there's. Can you find like swinging things? I think so. I think it's all. I like, don't know. Uh, look it up right now. I mean, there's there's the personal section on there. So. Do they still have the adults? Adults only? I don't know. I don't know. Casual I mean, encounters. Ooh, it's still in the back of the Willamette. Is it week, under so. Craig Connects? Um, I'm looking here for uh, Craigslist Casual Encounters. You guys continue on with the show. I'm Where did you find right Casual now. Encounters? Uh, that's for me to know. I want a man to take me to an adult theater, says this woman. Okay. All wow. Right. Wow. <laughs> a man? Okay. I gotcha. Um, Wait, where did you find this? You found it way too quickly, by the way. Boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> I knew right where to click. Boyfriend oh, Casual gr- Encounters. I found it. Boyfriend and girlfriend with three cats seeking <laughs> to join... <laughs> In party in our cat love palace. Okay, well, all right, all right that's all not right. us. No, it's not of the <laughs> sexual variety. It is of the supporting of a habit variety. And uh, what, I, uh, are you on drugs? Uh, I'm on. Uh, I, as you guys know, I have a severe uh, electronic cigarette habit. Yes, you do. And I saw yeah, you, you sneaking it, but I'm glad and, that you uh, haven't in a while because I do still have it. It's like I'm sorry. It's not. I don't feel like it's because of you. But every time you're here, I have a headache. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it starts before you get here, so I know it's not your problem. Maybe it's like my neighbor's mold. Are you allergic to mold? Maybe I'm I, covered in mold. Maybe you are covered in mold. My neighbor's mold. All right. Well, what is this new problem? Oh my that you god! Speak there's of? 
Oh, wow, there's some. Over there's here. quite a lot of things on here. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> Do you uh, care to share with us? Chris? I love how most of them are misspelled. In Tiger, someone course. someone said, "Are you looking for a bow job?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People along those routes. It's like I was driving through Salem recently, and there's a company called Ennis E N N I S, and someone put a P on the front, and it was. Penis, and they thought that was hilarious. It was like, of course, the person that would write that wouldn't know how to spell penis. <laughs> so, penis. Yeah. All um, right. All right. What is your? What is it? So we were uh, this weekend. We were broke, completely broke. Needed. And we were out of our juice, our nicotine juice. Oh jeez. Oh, so we gross. like to call it, and uh, so we were. You know, what do you guys do when you're out of money and have no cigarettes? Just bum a cigarette I from just somebody. Don't. Yeah, you just don't smoke. Just don't smoke. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't. That doesn't seem like an option to me. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, I was thinking, uh, you know, what, what, what do, what do, uh, you know, lesser uh, people do when they uh, have to support a habit, <laughs> and they go, okay, what do meth heads do? They collect scrap metal, and uh, so I started looking on Craigslist in the free section, and there's a lot of free scrap metal being given away. You're fucking scrap metaling now. Oh. Yeah, I started collecting scrap. Metal. My God. Oh. You'd be surprised how much you can get out of scrap metal. Oh wow. And uh, so I went on a little adventure. On Sunday to get some scrap metal. How and much did you? How much money did you make from your scrap? Twenty five bucks. Wow. It's about four hundred pounds. Four hundred pounds. You yeah. collected. Okay. Wait. Wait. wait a lot wait, of it wait, came wait, from wait, wait. my. Uh, a lot of it came from my. Let's, wait. Four hundred. Let's, let's let's get back to the beginning of this. <laughs> no let's wonder get back the, the methods are stealing cars. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Wait. I, I just. You can only get about a hundred bucks for a car, by the way, for scrap. <laughs> let's let's start from the beginning here. So because of your. <laughs> Habit of electronic cigarettes. Yes, you've started scrap meddling to it's collect true. money for those. Just when I how don't have do you any go money. about? What do you even? How do you even start? Like, t- walk me through the process of scrap meddling. Well, you look on Craigslist in the free section. Okay, all right, and you surf through the ads, and you try and find you know ones with pictures, preferably because you want to see what kind of metal you're going to get. And uh, you just so it matters for, what kind of metal. You just look for people saying free, you know, whatever fencing, free, uh, you know, lawn furniture, free, uh, uh, you know, lawnmower parts, <laughs> whatever there might be out there. Oh my god! <laughs> Anything that's metal, man, it's free. <laughs> you go take it. And uh, so, so you I, drive over there in your car. Yep. You've been going to random people's houses. Well, I mean, I contact them and I'm like, "Do you still have this?" Uh, uh, you still have those extra lawnmower parts that you're getting rid of? <laughs> and it's usually gone really fast, so you have to be quick. Kenny, I found uh, 12.5 tons of scrap metal in Sandy. Imagine how many what? electronic cigarettes you can buy with that. Holy shit. For free. 12 and a half tons. That's, that's that, like thousands of dollars. That's got to be a scam. There's a by picture. The, no, that's a scam by the Portland police or by, by Oregon State Police. Right. It's just Ooh, 12 and a half tons of scrap metal right Wait, out so, here. Is it illegal to if, there, no. if someone's giving away free no, scrap metal? No, they're just trying to like, no, get a bunch of tweakers to come there and then they'll just oh. arrest them. Yes. No. No, so, but not tweakers that have electronic cigarette problems. Yeah, look, my, my habit's legal, guys. It's perfectly legal. Perfectly healthy. Oh, my healthy. God, Kenny. Perfectly healthy. So... Explain some some of these places that you've got. How many places do you? It's estimate? just people's houses. It's just yeah. like it's just re- people getting rid of shit. And I've done it before. I've I, like you put free scrap metal out on your lawn. It'll be gone in a matter of minutes. I'm telling you. Well, yeah, especially with my neighbors. It would yeah, be gone and- right. You don't even have to post an ad. It'll be gone pretty quick. No, they're just no. surfing around looking for it. So I got into a bit of a uh, like a competition with somebody. What? <laughs> you you so, got into a scrappy scrap metal fight. So it's you and Methods competing for all this scrap metal. It is. It's about. me and the tweakers, man. It's me against the tweakers. Oh, Much like God. you, Greg. You can you can relate, right? <laughs> you know what that's like. Not quite in the same way. <laughs> Not quite in the same way. <laughs> I'm okay. 
Um, and so, yeah, I went over to some house. There was a, a person, like, getting rid of, a, a like, an old uh, fertilizer spreader and uh, a, a bunch of, like, little wire fencing and all kinds of shit like that. And so I drove over to their house, and, of course, it was off 82nd Avenue. I was going to say, is everything around 82nd? Yeah, pretty much. It, yeah. It, it, it's nice being close to 82nd when you're scrap metaling because there's lots of, Stop lots saying. of good okay. sources. Now, just to ask one Perhaps this is common sense. I'm not sure. Question: Yeah, is it really worth driving around and wasting all that gas to collect this metal and spending hours of your time versus just not smoking? Well, listen, when you got a full tank of gas but no money, <laughs> it's definitely worth it. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Okay, <laughs> so you went out to 82nd. Yeah, and uh, I had oh emailed God. the person before, and I was like, "Is all that stuff still available?" And she's like, "Well, yeah, it is technically, but there's someone coming to get the f- the fencing, which is the shit I wanted because it's the heaviest stuff. Wait's the key here." <laughs> And I was like, oh all God. right. And so I drove over there, and the fencing was still there. And I was like, are you sure they're going to take it? And she was like, somebody's supposedly coming to take it. But she was like, they're not here yet, so you can just take it. So I started loading it up. And right then, some oh. junker car pulled up, and the guy jumped out, and I drove off. And he was like, he was like standing in the street with his arms up, like, what the fuck? Oh. And, uh, so I was like surfing on my phone. I drove away and like pulled over and looking for more metal on Craigslist and found another one, more fencing. And I drove over to another part of Southeast. And sure enough, as I was loading it up, <laughs> same guy pulled up. And he was like, what the hell, man? I'm like, look, dude, sorry. It's first come, first serve. And he was clearly had a, a stronger addiction than me to stronger substances. I don't know. I don't know if I have any addiction so, as strong as to drive around 82nd so, uh, picking up scrap metal. I called it a day there. So I, what happened when this guy pulled up? I mean, did, did you guys get into a verbal altercation he over just it? like, he, he pulled up really quick, and then he got out of the car, and he's like, what the hell, man? He's like, you got this, the previous stuff, and you're going to take this, too? And I was like... Sorry, dude. It's first come, first serve. You know, it's like this oh, isn't man. this isn't uh, you know you can't lay claim <laughs> to this stuff. And he was like, "This is bullshit, man. This is bullshit." And I was like, "Well, sorry." And I just got in the car and drove away. I didn't want to further engage the man. So. This is a whole secret yeah, ring whole <laughs> in society. So I had no part. So you, I, had, I had no idea about. Well, it. you drove around yeah. for four hundred for four hundred pounds, and you made twenty five dollars. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Dang, that doesn't seem like it adds up. It's it's uh, it depends on if you have ferrous or non ferrous metals. Depends on the metals you have. Oh, if it's boy. aluminum or copper or, or just versus, like, you know, steel or stuff like that, iron. Well, now, where do you take it? There's a place in Clackamas. Like, it's pretty close to where I am. It's not. It's on the edge of Clackamas. Okay. And you just pull up in your car, and they weigh your car, and then you dump all your metal off, and then you come back, and they weigh you again, and then they give you the money for the difference. Yeah. Wow. It's classy. Wow. Classy, guys. Yeah, wow. so. Uh, so how long have you been doing this? A couple weeks now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Around oh. about... 60 bucks. This is a dangerous path you're going down. It's true. Both it because is. I've had my tetanus shot, so and I wear gloves, but uh, I could get in a stabbing situation with a, Absolutely. With a tweaker. So. Yeah, these tweakers are not yeah. going to fuck around. I don't think I'm going to steal any more tweakers' metal. They're, gonna, like they're, they're, gonna they're there, I'm just going to let them have it. Yeah, they're not going to like some interloper going into their community. No you know, way. On how they Nobody do likes an interloper. Right, and clearly I wasn't in the crew because I you know, was dressed in like clean clothes and Oh car man, falling apart. So it's uh. <laughs> well, since we're going, but if you ever broke, that's a tip for you. Okay, get on Craigslist. Don't do that. That's dangerous. <sighs> Don't do that. Um, well, since we are on the Kenny Crazy train, I did pull something earlier that I wanted to uh, talk to you guys about, and it's this interesting movie trailer that I found that I thought oh. Kenny might enjoy. Oh, yeah? Craig, do you think I should play it? Sure, go ahead. All right, well, maybe we should play this. Uh, it might be something that Kenny might be slightly interested in. So <laughs> let's see what this is. Okay. ASMR is a tingly sensation that a lot of people get when they hear certain sounds or certain 
voices. I feel tingles going off from the top of my head and drawing down my spine into my neck and into my shoulders, sometimes hands or my legs, and it leaves me just pleasantly soothed and pleasantly relaxed. When I'm in bed at night and I listen to ASMR videos, they make me really sleepy and comfortable. The feeling of brain orgasm <laughs> is an amazing euphoric state that leaves you surprisingly relaxed and soothed. It's like nothing else. So, Kenny, there's a new uh, movie uh, that's coming out that's called Braingasm, the ASMR, uh, ASMR documentary. Finally. Which We're reaching t- the mainstream, guys. <laughs> We've talked about it here on the show before. Yeah. Kenny is, has diagnosed himself with ASMR. What does it stand for again? Uh, I think it's like asymptomatic uh, sensory meridian response or something like that. Okay. I don't right. know what the A stands for. <laughs> and we got a lot of emails last time mm-hmm. of other people who are also uh, Greg and my I brothers and sisters out there. Oh God, Greg! Do you? I, I do not. I do not feel any sensation when that, I hear any of that. that I'll no, just that annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, that didn't do it for me. I don't like the girl whisper thingy. That's weird. You like the low, the low. He male. likes the present rapping or whatever you like it was. The strong male whisper. I like some uh, some Bob Ross. Okay. Oh, so Kelts in the chest. Uh, ch- uh, autonomous sensory meridian response. There you go. Okay. Uh, that was the A. Yeah. For the okay. A. So that didn't do anything for you, right there. Uh, the like the pen on the paper and stuff. That was that was getting there a little bit. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, I wish I regret it. I regret it. <laughs> that was getting there. It was getting me there. <laughs> Kenny. Almost there. Stop saying that. Almost. But those there. people in the chat are resoundingly saying the fact that this might be arousing Kenny is grossing me out. <laughs> I resent those people because they made it sound disgusting. I swear to God, it's not. They, it's, it's, not it's called a brain orgasm. No, Kenny. I don't call it that. The, the documentary relate. is called Braingasm. No, I Kenny. don't. I can't. I can't. He calls it brain lovemaking. I can't go for brain I can't brain relate spooning. it to an orgasm because I think it's completely different. I think it's a completely different thing. You think it is? Mm-hmm. That's just my sense. <laughs> my sense about it. My sensory. So yeah, it, uh, but I'm glad there's a film coming out about it. The public needs it to know. Yeah, well, yeah. Except us. for the fact that it's called braingasm, and it's then you're going to be put into some weird like subculture. I know. I'm never going to be able it. to like. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to to talk about it without people going, "Oh, you're one of those." So is it Bob Ross's voice? Just to understand. Yeah, and the it? paint strokes on like the like Thanks. when he's. Yeah, and we'll take the knife here, and let's start with some Prussian blue. Van Dyke Brown. These two are at about equal parts. Okay, stop it, Greg. I can't handle the fact that this might be doing giving Kenny any kind of. It's crazy. It's just like a switch. Like I'm like calm. Like as soon as I start hearing it, it's crazy. I'm telling you, man. It's fucking weird. I have to say the look on his face. Okay, wait, Sarah. Kenny, I mean, Greg, stop. (laughs) No, Sarah, just see this. This is making me uncomfortable. No, just look at his face really quick while I do this. The straight edge on the knife really comes in handy and makes the knife much much easier to load. All right, let's go up here. Now, probably one of the simple. Oh, where did you go there? <laughs> okay, stop it, Greg. I went to Happy Town. And the happy little clouds and the happy little trees. Yeah. He's just said he went to Happy Town, Greg, and you did that. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Greg. Uh, yeah, right. it's creepy. I can't like. There's no way to do it without being creepy. At least you know it's creepy. creepy. Yeah, but there's a uh, there's a really funny comedian who actually is the one that like sort of cued me into this that. Uh, We'll be coming to Helium at some point, and we'll probably have her on the show until we can talk about that. Okay. So, and she's not crazy. And it's, yeah. She can talk about it in a way that doesn't make a... So she can talk about it in a way that's completely different from the way you talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just anything coming out of my mouth pretty much sounds creepy. So 
I don't have any way to, Kenny, to describe it without it uh, without it creeping people out. So that's fair. I need someone that's that's less creepy than me to mm-hmm. talk about it. Well, L- like those chicks just creep me out on those videos. That's just the, I don't know. They don't bring credit to the ASMR community. They just make us seem like freaks. So you're a community now. That's right. Do you community get in touch? People. Do you go on chat boards for it? I haven't. I haven't uh, delved into that world yet. I haven't gone into the scrap metal chat boards either. <laughs> so. Is there such thing as a scrap? Metal I'm sure chat there board? is. I'm sure there's all kinds of information about for e- for every sort of weird thing you have. There's something on the internet for you. The so. Wild, wonderful Kennys of Southeast Portland. That's right. Yeah. At least I can't be called uh, average, right? Okay. Greg, stop it. <laughs> Speaking of crazy, you guys are both just bothering me today. With Greg playing Bob Ross and Kenny's eyes rolling in his head. What are you fucking lazy? <laughs> <laughs> you really will you please cut up the audio from my window lady? Yes, I will. And boost it a little bit. And absolutely. And boost it a little bit, and yeah. then we can have a rhubarb versus window lady. I will absolutely do that. I will try to get that done tonight before tomorrow's show. Okay. I will. I will have something mixed together with those. We need more crazy people drops like that. The fucking side, bitch. They do sound so similar. They sound a lot it's alike. That, like, oh my god! You're right. I'm just, uh, yeah, right. I'm sorry. Keep going, Kenny. It's that repeated chain smoking voice. You know, it's like you can tell. Like, property, bitch. You can tell they've That's had a hard life. That's my favorite. Tell they've had a hard life. Yeah, same Shut voice. Goddamn mouth. Oh, whoops! That's the wrong one. Alley property, bitch. You went out on me a year ago with a bitch. This don't have your name on it. See how karaoke bar you bitch. Trying to claim everything. You broke our vow two years ago, you bitch. Go back inside, bitch. All right. Well, there we go. It is very close. It is. It's pretty damn close. If any of those women don't smoke unfiltered cigarettes, I'd be completely blown away. Yeah, it yeah. would be a little bit of a shocker. Yeah. All right, here I am again. Well, hello, my friends. <laughs> oh, my name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Do you ever consider that the entire world is your world of crazy? It is. With all it's the things true. that go wrong. It's go true, on Kenny. Yeah. I mean, it's it is very easy to find stories where things are insane. It's your crazy oyster. It is my crazy... The world is my, my crazy, crazy oyster. oyster. Does that mean I'm the pearl? <laughs> uh, don't, uh, I'm not sure what's going on there. <laughs> You're the one that keeps like titillating Kenny over there with your Bob Ross. <laughs> P- play it for me again. Don't. Me. Greg. It won't work with the music in the background. Alright, here we go. First up, a story out of Florida, out of Lauder Hill, Florida. Uh, a Lauder Hill, Florida cop is in trouble for allegedly not only groping two female du- the DUI suspects, but also asking one of them to punch him in the nuts because it turned him on. <laughs> oh, Florida, I love you. Wow. All right, so this man's name is Thomas Miranda, 34 years young, uh, turned himself in on charges of unlawful compensation and battery. His partner, 33-year-old Frank Hartley, also surrendered to police on similar charges. So this happened, let's see, late last month when prosecutors say Miranda and Hartley 
pulled over two allegedly intoxicated women at about 4 a.m. So the women said uh, that Hartley told them that he could arrest them. Then he told them to drive to a nearby strip mall where Miranda was waiting. So that's his partner who was waiting for him. Hartley drove over there, too, and began to kiss and touch the passenger's breasts, all the while reminding her that she could be arrested for a DUI. Wow. Oh, God. I don't even... I should read full (laughs) stories before I say them. Uh, He then allegedly told her to have sex with him, and she did. Uh, Meanwhile... She did? She did. Meanwhile... Miranda allegedly started groping the other female under the guise of a pat-down and then asked her to, quote, punch him in the nuts and reassured her that it was okay and it turned him on. Hartley then uh, added that his partner, Hartley looking over while having sexual relations with uh, the other one, uh, said that his partner really enjoys this. The women then kicked him in the crotch. Uh, So apparently these guys have turned themselves in and all is right with the world. So, So the women went and complained about it? After having sex, the with women. Him? I think the women wouldn't complain about it. Okay, and now both of the cops have been arrested for having sexual relations in exchange for not getting a DUI. Wow, I would have just taken the DUI. Seriously, like, who cares? Yeah, unless it's like your fifth one and you're going to go to prison or something. <sighs> Kenny's afraid of the law, as you can Kenny. tell. Everybody has a price, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny's afraid of jail. If you got priors. You just I do could it. see you fitting in just fine in jail. You be the the creepy oh, guy Jesus. that gets stuff for people. You'd oh yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. whoa, what you you need yourself to need to make yourself a bong? I'll make you a bong. I'd find a way to survive. Yeah, that's you would. Sure. You would be the guy who can make things for people, and that's the right. only way you could save yourself from getting raped. It's so, true. So like a guy needs, uh, you know, I need I need a shiv. Kenny, can you get me a shiv? Sure, I'll make you a shiv. <laughs> what would you do? Would you just take the rape? I mean, come on. <laughs> no, I'd try to make something. All right. But I could see you like thriving in that role. Thriving. Yes, thriving. Uh, thriving. You can get you whatever you want. You think that's the environment that would make me a happy person? <laughs> I, could, I could see you actually finding a way to be happy there, uh, making things out of random stuff that you find, like saving macaroni shells from lunch. I really hope carving that's not, them into something. I really hope that's not the world that's calling to me. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope not. You could be a star. You could be. Oh, you already a established no fear of it. You're like, oh, whatever. Oh, fuck no! I look at me. I'm so small. I'd get raped. Immediately. I have no desire to Oh, go don't to jail. flatter yourself. <laughs> <laughs> was that the, an episode of It's Always Sunny where they were talking about who was like the rapiest one of all of them? Uh, uh, no, it was in um, Horrible Bosses. Well, but the, oh, there was the yeah. debate about who would get raped well, so first. I was thinking because Charlie Day's in Horrible Bosses, too. <laughs> so yeah. like, wasn't well, it, no, you're better looking, but I mean, it's all about dominance. Yeah. <laughs> Well, wasn't it in an episode of Sunny though, where it he was mad been. that he was wasn't didn't get molested? That's because they were mad they didn't get molested by the high school teacher. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Who had done nothing? And it was Mr. Belding, right? Yeah, it was Mr. Belding, and they were <laughs> trying to come up with a scam. Anyway, yeah, they, the teacher had done nothing. It was yeah. all a big scam to try to get him busted. No, yeah, they were trying to be sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, next up, uh, out of Chicago. My only story that's not from Florida today. Uh, two Chicago men who were trying to rob a restaurant got fooled by the owner, who told them to rob his establishment in a few hours and then called the police on them when they returned to try and rob the restaurant again. Hmm. So the owner actually convinced them to come back. So the would-be thieves, Mario Garcia and Domingo Garcia Hernandez, uh, first showed up 
at the restaurant on Sunday night. So the restaurant owner told the men when they showed up that it was too busy and they need to return later when less customers were around. Uh, one of the men threatened the owner with what, which what, with what was later discovered to be a squirt gun looking like a real firearm. Um, but they eventually left the restaurant. So as the owner suggested, the men came back to the restaurant a few hours later when it was closing to rob the restaurant. By that time, though, the owner had called the police on the scene, and they were arrested upon their return. Um, <laughs> both of them showed up, one bearing, of course, the squirt gun, the other one with a metal baseball bat. The men, who reportedly both lived a block away from the restaurant and were known to people in the neighborhood, wow. were each charged with attempted aggravated robbery. Genius. Hmm. Even Geniuses. though they were set up. Even though they know they were set up. They know they were set up. The, the owner told them, come and rob me in a few hours. <laughs> Wow. They came back well, in all fairness, that's kind of false advertising on the owner's part. It I is. Mean, he true. did invite he, them. He misled them. Yeah. It was it was a misleading. <laughs> yeah, that's not right. Way to take their side, Greg. It's a dishonest man. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, it's a, it's a brief but crazy world of crazy. Uh, this story, I was so excited because I read it and then I saw from where it was. Where do you guys think that this last story is from? Well, you already did one on Florida. Well, Florida with trees? A, no, this is Us? a specific. Bremerton? No. Oh. This is a specific place. What have I talked about that's the most magical land that we need to b- build hamster balls to be able to run through? Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie, Florida. <laughs> a Mr. Kenneth Thompson, a resident of Port St. Lucie, uh, Florida, was arrested on a charge of aggravated battery. Uh, so Port St. Lucie police say that Kenneth Thompson's roommate called them after Thompson returned home drunk, so she had asked her friend to come over to protect her from him. Uh, she said that she was planning to get a restraining order against Thompson, who acts like they're married, even though they aren't dating, because, quote, she didn't want to date him because he breaks stuff when he gets mad. I love people in Port St. Louis. What? That's the, actual- let me just... So they're roommates, but he pretends like they're married? Even though they aren't dating, and she said that she, quote, won't date him because he breaks stuff when he gets mad. Wouldn't you move out? Yeah, I don't... I don't know. Don't question their okay, don't sorry. question their living situation. Maybe it's beautiful. Maybe Keel- it's beautiful. You just don't know. Keelan used to act, act like that towards me. Did he? You wanted to pretend like you were married? No, And then no. he'd break stuff? No, no, it was the other way around. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. All right, so according to the police report, Thompson's roommate said that Thompson charged at her friend, identified as William Bradford, and started shouting that he would shoot himself and began punching him. She then said that Thompson punched Bradford a few times in the face, but Bradford never ta- fought back. Thompson's roommate said that as she and Bradford left the house and were going to her car, Thompson ran out and attacked Bradford again. Uh, when an officer interviewed Bradford at the St. Lucie Medical Center, I just love saying St. Lucie, um, apparently he claimed Thompson attacked him because Thompson, the last time he came at Bradford, he bit off his ear. Oh, jeez. All right. Port St. Lucie. <coughs> People say that Florida isn't bit, crazy. Bit off the ear. Yes, according to the report, Thompson, after eating Bradford's ear, told police that he lives with his girlfriend and Bradford was his best friend. Thompson said he was bad, uh, mad at Bradford because he'd been trying to get into her pants, even though the girl was not his girlfriend and just his roommate. Hmm. It gives me a headache even just trying to wrap my mind around this whole relationship. Hmm. Yeah, so Thompson said uh, he, he denies... Why biting... is anyone friends with Thompson? Nobody right. needs to be friends with Thompson. He bites ears off and pretends that he's married to you. He likes breaking stuff. Yeah, he, get, <laughs> he, he gets like, angry. He likes breaking stuff. Uh, so Thompson said, uh, Thompson said, I didn't mean to bite off his ear. And he said he just bit down and twisted his teeth a little until a part of Bradford's ear came off. But he added that it was just a small piece, and it's not that big of a deal. What did he intend to right. do? Uh, I just wanted to nibble on it a little bit. I just yeah. wanted to, uh, yeah, twisted his, he bit down and twisted his teeth until parts of his ear came off. Ugh. Yeah. 
A tooth twisting. A tooth twisting. Uh, so these people, the ages are being asked. Uh, Kenneth Thompson is 26 years young. Well, I think older. Yeah, me too. That I seemed like a like a late 40s, early 50s. Crazy. I bet he doesn't look 26. Probably not. You know what? I'll take a, I'll take a look here and see if it. Kenneth Thompson. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Thompson. Okay. Yeah, Nipples is uh, very true in uh, they're saying you need to interview a Port St. Lucie representative to get an explanation of why they're such an amazing, wonderful city. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I need to talk to anybody who lived there or lives there or knows anything about it. By the way, if your name is Kenneth Thompson, apparently you are very likely to be arrested. When you Google that, there are a lot of people who have been arrested. Kenny, is your full name Kenneth? My last, It is. My last name is not Thompson. I've never lived in Florida, and uh, I'm 30, so... Maybe it's just Kenneths in general. Yeah. No, that could be. Yeah. All right, That's well. <laughs> why they came up with that song. With the frequency. What's the frequency? Oh yeah. Should I mute him? Yeah. That's your world of crazy. Gosh, I feel like we should air this room out before it's Bobby. It's disgusting could, uh, in here. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll go. Yeah. Disgusting. Oppressively that's a, disgustingly that's a bit harsh. <laughs> it's horrible. I've never been this sweaty in here. It's terrible. That's because that Bob Ross guy. Oh, did you guys see up. this? Uh, it is breaking Cut news. And someone this and get a little roll of paint. God right damn it, Greg! Is that why you're sweating Stop so much? Stop it! This is where the straight edge on the knife really comes in handy. Would that ruin this for you if I keep talking over it? Just keep talking over it. Is this going to like ruin your whole thing? Nah, just make me seek it out in silence. You know that's more effective than the mute button, Greg. You just use that. You had that little roll of paint. Stop it! You're actually really legitimately grossing me out. No offense, Kenny. I love you, but I'm not going to talk over Mr. Ross. Oh my Just god! Not cool. Uh, breaking news. Yes. Uh, the older sister, the the blonde older sister from that seventies show, was just found dead. Oh wow! Oh what really? Yeah, uh, Lisa Robin Kelly. Yeah, she had some uh, some. She had, she had some problems. So she was in rehab, and apparently they found her uh, oh. her body. She was only forty three years old. Hmm. That's she sucks. was that old. Yeah, I mean that seventies show was a while ago. I guess so. No, she's. I mean, it was from oh, the seventies. Boy, yeah. She's had some pretty severe. Severe problems. Yes. Uh, well, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Well. That's like like a mini McCready type situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Was she an inpatient rehab or outpatient? She was uh, voluntarily in, uh, checked herself into a treatment mm-hmm. facility where yeah. she was battling addiction problems. Yeah. And they don't know exactly what caused it yet. That's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. All right. Just a just public service announcement. Just Bring it up, just up, up on an up note. Well, we can bring it back up because we do need to say happy birthday to no. people. Let's do it. <laughs> so we have... Life and death. <laughs> I thought I muted it. <laughs> Please don't play Bob Ross. Stop it. Okay. Um, just playing with his knobs. We have two happy birthdays. Two the first... Yes. Needs to go to a gentleman who's in the chat right now by no. the name of Kelt. Oh, he's a fellow uh, ASMRer. Yeah, is he? Yeah. Oh, oh is, he, is he part of your community? Stick together. Uh, well, at least that's what uh, his significant other Bean was saying. Bean was saying that he uh, he is now self-identifying as an ASMRer. Okay, that's right. is All it an right. ASMRer? Yeah. What do you guys call yourselves? An asmer? <laughs> Asmers? <laughs> You're an asmer. I got asmers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the uh, the terms of, of the community. I haven't gotten uh, deep okay. into it. All right. Well, I want to know everything about it. Um, but we do need to say happy birthday to him. So, Jordan, happy birthday, happy sir. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, damn right. You should have figured out what his trigger is and played him that instead. Okay. Come right up here. There we go. All right. <laughs> we also need to say happy birthday to... Bruce! It is Bruce's birthday. Happy birthday, Bruce! Happy birthday, sir. Thank you for listening. You're wonderful, Bruce. 
I hope that you are not an asthma. I mean, <laughs> if you are, though, I totally support it. Whatever. Greg and I will wrap packages for you, if that's your thing. Right, Greg? I don't, well, I mean, it went from... I think you kind of overcompensated Happy birthday, there. Bruce! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn, damn right. right. Oh, all right. It is being noted that Kelts is... Bob Ross as well. Yes. Wow. See? Now, cut across this and get a little roll of paint right on the edge of the knife. This is where the straight edge on the knife really comes in handy and makes the knife much, much easier to load. All right? Okay, that's enough. This is just all really wrong. You gotta load I think your it knife just feels just right. like I, I feel like I'm in a room with like like my brothers and like what, yeah. and if Kenny's like getting a boner, it's like the creepiest thing ever. <laughs> like it's just it's just wrong. I've repeatedly told you there's no arousal below the waist. What are you fucking lazy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my oh, god! Oh, rhubarb lady, I love you so much. Oh. Her and, and her rival friend that lives across the street. <laughs> Send us an email, ladies and gentlemen. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Big thank you to Bobby Lee. Yes. The one and only Bobby we Lee. Love, we love our Bobby Lee. Yes, indeed. Yes, Such a we good do. interview. Go see him Such at Helium. Such a good Helium guy. And uh, check him out all weekend long right there at Helium Comedy Club. Um... Kenny, do you have something to announce that you're going to be doing tonight? Yes, this evening I'll be playing Bob Ross at, uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm doing a trivia. Is it going to be Bob Ross trivia? It's not Bob Ross trivia. It's not ASMR trivia. It's just your standard bar trivia. Okay. Uh, from Shanrock's Triviology at uh, 1502 Northwest Columbia at 7 p.m. Come check it out. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. Mm, very cool. All right, that sounds like it'll be fun. So go hang out with Kenny. Yes. Yeah, you can uh, give me a Bob Ross tape or something. Help me out. If you got any scrap metal lying around, I'll take that too. Don't bring any scrap metal. <laughs> You're just helping the problem. I need a cigarette. All right. Oh, my God. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Of course, we will be back tomorrow. But coming up tonight on the Fun Employment Radio Network at about 7.30 p.m. will be Guys and Balls. Yeah. The newest show to the Fun Employment Radio Network, which, of course, you can subscribe to at funemploymentradio.com. Six ninety nine a month. First week is free. Also... Don't forget, if you're going to buy anything from Amazon, go to our website first, funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link, and that is it. Your job is complete. That's all you have to do. Just one click, and Just it helps one click. us out. Click. Click. Is that your click? Click. Click. Now I'm afraid any noise that we make is uh, giving Kenny a braingasm. Yeah. Mouse clicking doesn't do it for me. I'm afraid to know what else does. I don't want to know what else does it. I really don't. Packages are good. All right. I think that's about Will it. Will somebody today. please cut out Kenny saying that? All right, thank you very much, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Okay. Now, probably one of the simplest mountains to make. And You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Also, the most popular is the little snow-covered mountains. Now, take the knife. You have that little roll of paint on there and push very hard. Very hard.